Hi, and welcome to the Living Room Scripture Lessons. My name is Brad Constantine, and this podcast series is going to be about the book of Genesis. Although this is not an official recording of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, every effort has been made to, to be as doctrinally accurate as possible. If you're interested in a deep analysis of the book of Genesis, you've come to the right place. I hope you enjoy what you hear here, and if you have any questions, you can share, link, and subscribe. Thank you. Hi, and welcome back to the Genesis podcast. This episode is going to be Genesis chapter 32, verse 1. And Jacob went on his way, and the angels of God met him. And when Jacob saw them, he said, This is God's host, meaning camp. And he called the name of the place Mahanaimeh. I'm not sure how you pronounce that. Two hosts or camps. And Jacob, (laughs) sorry about that. And Jacob sent messengers before him to Esau, his brother, unto the land of Seir, the country of Edom. And he commanded them, saying, Thus shall ye speak unto my lord Esau, thy servant Jacob saith, Thus I have sojourned with Laban, and stayed there until nine. Remember that that Jacob had left his brother uh, Esau, and now he's heading back to the same country that Esau is living in. And Esau is now a large uh, large company, a large family. Verse 5, I have oxen and asses, flocks and men servants and women servants, and I have sent to tell my lord that I may find grace in thy sight. And the messengers returned to Jacob, saying, We came to thy brother Esau, and also he cometh to meet thee, and four hundred men with him. Now this makes it sound like uh, Esau has a big army with him. And in fact, uh, Esau may have just come from a a battle and uh, still has his men with him. So it's not that he's coming with four hundred men to destroy Jacob. It's just that he happened to be coming from a, a fight or a battle recently, and he still has his men with him. Then Jacob was greatly afraid and distressed, and he divided the people that was with him and the flocks and herds and the camels into two bands. Jacob goes from one trouble to another, it seems. Our lives were not meant to be easy, but to be a test and learning experiences. And and said, if Esau come to the one company and smite it, then the other company which is left shall escape. And Jacob said, O God of my father Abraham, and God of my father Isaac, the Lord which said unto me, Return unto thy country and to thy kindred, and I will deal well with thee. I am not worthy of the least of all the mercies. In other words, I am unworthy of all the mercies and of all the truth which thou hast showed unto me, unto thy servant. For with my staff I passed over this Jordan, and now I am become two bands. In verse 11, Deliver me, I pray thee, from the hand of my brother, from the hand of Esau, for I fear him, lest he will come and smite me and the mother with the children. Jacob trusts in the Lord for his protection. And thou saidst, I will surely do thee good, and make thy seed as the sand of the sea, which cannot be numbered for multitude. And he lodged there that same night, and took of what, took of that which came to his hand a present, or for Esau his brother, two hundred she goats, and twenty he goats, two hundred ewes, and twenty rams, thirty milch camels with it, with their colts, forty kine, and ten bulls, twenty she asses, and ten foals. And he delivered them into the hand of his servants. Every drove by themselves, and said unto his servants, Pass over before me, and put a space betwixt drove and drove. And he commanded the foremost, saying, When Esau my brother meeteth thee, and asketh thee, saying, Whose art thou, and whither goest thou, and whose are these before thee? Then Then shalt thou say, They be thy servant Jacob's. It is a present sent unto my lord Esau, and behold, also he is behind us. And so commanded he the second and the third, and all that followed the droves, saying, On this manner shall ye speak unto Esau when ye find him. 
And say ye moreover, Behold, thy servant Jacob is behind us. For he said, I will appease him with the present that goeth before me. And afterward I will see his face, peradventure he will accept of me. So went the present over before him, and himself lodged that night in the company. And he rose up that night and took his two wives and his two women servants and his eleven sons and passed over the ford Jabbok. And he took them and sent them over the brook and sent, the, sent over that he had. Now consider the following statement from President Kimball and then write, upon, write about how it might apply to some of the things that Jacob did. Consider what he says here. If we will sue for peace, taking the initiative and settling differences, if we can forgive and forget with all our hearts, if we can cleanse our own souls of sin, accusations, bitterness, and guilt before we cast a stone at others, if we forgive all real or fancied offenses before we ask forgiveness for our own sins, if we pay our own debts, large or small, before we press our debtors, if we manage to clear our own eyes of the blinding, be uh, blinding beams before we magnify the motes in the eyes of others, what a glorious world this would be. Verse 24, And Jacob was left alone, and there wrestled a man with him until the breaking of the day. Most scholars believe Jacob wrestled with an angel, but President Joseph Fielding Smith explained, explained why this explanation could not be true. Who wrestled with Jacob on Mount Peniel? The scriptures say it was a man. The Bible interpreters say it was an angel. More than likely, it was a messenger sent to Jacob to give him a blessing. To think he wrestled with and held an angel who couldn't get away is out of the question. The term angel, as used in the scriptures at times, refers to messengers who are sent with some important instruction. Later in this chapter, when Jacob said he had beheld the Lord, that did not have reference to his wrestling. <clears throat> Verse 25, And when he saw that he prevailed not against him, he touched the hollow of his thigh, and the hollow of Jacob's thigh was out of joint as he wrestled with him. Our own strength is not enough in overcoming our difficulties. We must often rely on the Lord for help. Verse 26, And he said, Let me go, for the day breaketh. And he said, I will not let thee go, except thou bless me. Whenever we face challenges in our lives, we should seek a blessing from the Lord. Ask your father for a blessing at the start of school year, when going away to college, when going on a mission, when getting married. Uh, significant milestones in our lives should be preceded by a blessing. And he said unto him, What is thy name? And he said, Jacob. And he said, Thy name shall be called no more Jacob, but Israel. He preserves with God, or he perseveres with God. It may also mean let God prevail. For, or for this, for thou hast persevered with God. As a prince, thou hast power with God and with men, and hast prevailed. And Jacob asked him and said, Tell me, I pray thee, thy name. And he said, Wherefore is it that thou dost ask after my name? And he blessed him there. And Jacob called the name of the place Peniel, the face of God. For I have seen God face to face, and my life is preserved. And as he passed over Penuel, the sun rose upon him, and he halted upon his thigh. In other words, his leg was still sore as he is limping. Therefore, the children of Israel eat not of the sinew which shrank, which is upon the hollow of the thigh unto this day, because he touched the hollow of Jacob's thigh in the sinew that shrank. So another strange custom that we have. Huh? I bear testimony of the truth of these things and of the gospel in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen.